0: Wait, what are we doing? I don't know, just
2: listen.
0: Yes, 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 yes. Welcome, welcome, welcome.
2: What a do, what a do.
0: Ladies and gentlemen, you're tuning to the Up and Up Podcast on the Up and Up Network. I'm your host Rabino.
2: No, I'm DJ Earn, man.
0: What's going on, man? How you doing?
2: I'm good, bro. Survived the heat wave, so I'm still here.
0: Man. Luckily. Fortunately, yeah, bro. Yeah, exactly. I think part of me melted off, bro. I ain't gonna lie. <laughs> yeah, man. It's cooling down. But um, yeah, but the heat wave was crazy, bro. Mm-hmm. We hit like the highest, I think, out of like most cities in 100 the West. Years. Yeah, hundred years in Seattle.
2: Yeah, it was like it was crazy, man. Well, shout like out record. to everybody
0: who survived, man. <laughs> <laughs> and if this is your first time tuning in, this is the Up and Up Podcast. This is the podcast where we're focused on cultivating culture. Uh, we do that by providing amazing stories of individuals, groups, right, movements. Yep. hustlers, movers, shakers, yep. right? All that, man. You know, you know what they do? They kick down doors, yeah, right? Yeah, Come through windows, yeah. right? Metaphorically whatever they gotta speaking, do, do whatever yeah. they got to do. <laughs> pave that way, man, for those coming from behind and staying on the up and up, man. I um, mean, if this is your first time tuning in, thank you and welcome. Uh, again, we always want to make sure we're shouting out the family members, right? We call them family members, mm-hmm. Uh, the consistent supporters, viewers, um, not only of the Up and Up podcast, but the Up and Up platform as a whole. Shout out to y'all, man. Salute to y'all, man. For real. We appreciate the always. support. Always. Yep. Um, anything you want? Any announcements you got? No, no crazy No, not really, man. Okay.
2: No, not really. Nothing. No, okay. it's all good. All right. You just got something in your bag. Yeah. <laughs> I know, but, sorry.
0: All right, all that's right, no, good. That's good. Um, and for the first time, listeners, uh, you know, we always make sure to pride ourselves, to you know, to bring forth uh a, a special guest. Right. Every episode is special to us. Mm-hmm. And, uh, today's guest uh, is a woman who I would say whose hustle and grind is nothing short of inspiring and motivating. Um, as she's paving a way uh, by defying stereotypes um, and living, living a life, as she was say is undefined, right? Um, she's definitely a true culture cultivator who's keeping everything she's doing on the up and up. Um, she's the owner and founder of clothing company and brand Undefined. Um, and just kind of give you some insight on the brand, the brand prides itself on being more than just a company that makes clothes, but more so making statements um, and encouraging all of us to live outside the box or the boxes, I should say, that society has placed us in Um, empowering everybody to really embody the aspects of our identities cultures and beliefs Um, and and overall man just a very very inspirational woman who's who's doing amazing work out here um, here in in the city as well as beyond uh man i'm I'm excited we're excited so let's Mm -hmm. just get straight to it our guest (laughs) is none other than the inspirational ultimate hustler for real she's really (laughs) ultimate hustler uh daisha Bellhumer. can we get a round of applause yeah
1: Thank you guys for having me. I really appreciate you guys for creating this space, you know, yeah, in yeah. the city for the culture. Like, we really need these type of spaces. So man. thank you.
2: We appreciate you. We appreciate
1: you, you being yeah. here, man. Long overdue. Mm-hmm. Kind of a full circle moment, <laughs> <long time>, right? <laughs> yeah. Talking about that. Um, but how are you doing? Are you doing well? Yeah, you know, I survived the heat wave, you oh, know, yeah. so we, we, we're doing good, <laughs> yeah. you know? Yeah. Um, yeah.
0: And, and so if you're familiar with the show, we usually start the show with the quote of the day. Um, something to kind of get the vibe right, get the conversation started. So, um, brother man, I heard yeah you heard man, about the quotes on deck. All right, quote
2: of it. the day today is legalized blackness. Mm. Yeah. Quote and quote. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> Who's that by? Well, I saw it on one of the T-shirts, and I was like, "Man, I got to use this one" because I've seen that T-shirt a lot, and I was like, "Wow!" So it was another full circle moment. <clears throat> Full circle moment for me too. Yeah, no. Nah. Yeah.
1: It's a self explanatory part as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's definitely definitely the staple, the staple piece for the brand for sure. Mm-hmm. For sure. I think that's definitely what we're most known for. Um that was the piece where Seattle started to really realize like, oh, there, there's another brand. There's mm-hmm. there's a brand in Seattle. Yeah, you know? Yeah, um yeah. 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 I mean a lot of people when they started ordering they didn't even realize we were Seattle-based until they got the package. And then they would DM me, and they're like, oh, my God, you guys are based in Seattle? Like, I, I live in Seattle. And yeah. I was like, yeah, you know, we're,
0: yeah, Seattle love. So, for sure. I love it, man. I love it, man. That's a powerful quote, for real. Yeah. You know, because it's real. like, it's so, it's just very direct. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. sometimes the best quotes are just very direct. You know? exactly. It doesn't got to be really wordy. Um, And Daisha, so obviously, you know, this platform is built on really storytelling, getting into people's journeys and whatnot. Um, But before we get into kind of your story and your journey, um, as I touched on kind of your guys' mission statement in the intro, uh, I I would love to hear from, you know, from your perspective uh, what it kind of means to embody, um, you know, being undefined and kind of that brand mantra you guys have as far as living outside the box. How would you describe it?
1: Yeah, I mean, it's literally that in that end piece that you just said. It's living outside the box. You know, I feel like we, as as Black folks, as members of the LGBTQIA plus community, we're oftentimes placed in these boxes. Um, and people are almost unable to see us outside of those boxes whether that's criminality and gangster as a you know as a label or stereotype whether mm-hmm. that's um hypersexuality as a stereotype for you know the black women um so i feel like there's all these different boxes that we're, we're placed upon, upon uh, into mm-hmm. and we just kind of have to break outside those boxes and for, so me living undefined is really like being your truest self mm-hmm. and not being afraid to do so mm-hmm. you know and and really exuding that mm-hmm. i love it
2: yeah Real. It's that's important. powerful
0: it's important though and it's important that people put those messages out there too you yeah know?
1: i mean i mean realistically it's like you if you if you can't love yourself and be your truest self how can you expect others to to accept you for who you are you know what i'm saying if you don't even accept yourself at at the most basic level that's real you know and so i feel like that's really what the core of undefined is getting at it's like yeah i don't i don't care how you feel i don't care how you feel i don't care how you feel this is me mm-hmm. And, you know, I fully embrace that and love that about myself. Yeah. And so, you know, when you walk, when I walk into a space, you're going to feel that. And so, in all honesty, Undefined is almost like a reflection of myself. Mm. You know, like the, the groups that I choose to represent are reflections of my own identity that I feel like are minority groups. You know, those mm-hmm. being black, brown, LGBTQIA plus uh, communities and women. Mm-hmm. Um so all of those core identities i feel like are ones that are often underrepresented and often ones that you know we like i said time and time again we get placed into these boxes yeah um and i think sometimes it's even hard for us to break out of them because we um internalize a lot of that you know um and so yeah it's just it's really just about breaking those boxes
0: no that's real and i think we're conditioned to like we don't know no better sometimes because we grow up in these quote-unquote boxes Mm -hmm. um or definitions right we're being defined constantly like this is how you're supposed to look act feel uh this is how this is how you're supposed to act in your career and Mm -hmm. in this job and like all these different things and so um i think part of growing up and not just growing up and getting older by age but more so evolving is redefining shit you know like redefining the things that you were lied to about you know exactly. Know I mean? yeah, exactly, that's the best part, right? That's growth. Yeah,
2: that's real. Exactly. So, what was it like growing up for you? Um, just like your upbringing, where you were, like where you grew up. Yeah. Like that?
1: Um. So, I'm not actually from Seattle. I'm actually from Federal Way, Washington. Mm-hmm. Um. So that's you know that's where I grew up. Um. I was born in Oregon, but raised out here. You know, moved out here when I was four. So basically, that's all yeah. I really know yeah. is out here, uh, yeah. Federal Way, Washington. Mm-hmm. Um, was raised by a single parent. Uh, was the first in my in my family to actually go to college and graduate. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and really is the am the first in my family to really start off on this entrepreneurial track outside of um, you know my uncle who kind of started his own business around politics. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, you know, kind of my upbringing was, was was real basic. You know, it was real. It was making ends meet. It was living paycheck to paycheck. You know, I mean, in all honesty, me and my mom shared a one bedroom apartment up until the point that i was like in out of out of high school you know and then in college i lived by myself when she kind of went her separate ways and and was out in california um and then i kind of birth and un, birth undefined right as she was coming back from california mm. um So, yeah, yeah, it was all for me. I think my my upbringing was it was pretty, pretty generic, pretty, you know, pretty chill. Mm I three nine nine out of high school and and got a a merit scholarship to go to the University of Washington. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. And then, uh, yeah, I graduated from there with a degree in business and administration with concentrations in finance and marketing. Um, And so I actually, outside of Undefined, I do still have a regular nine to five job, which not a lot of people realize, (laughs) (laughs) you know, Um, and I and I do accounting. So, yeah, you know, I kind of have that that business savvy aspect side of it, Um, really fully understanding the basics, the fundamentals, which is what I try to help other entrepreneurials understand about their business. Um, But then also kind of this is like my Undefined is like my creative, creative outlet, you know, so
0: that balance is is key too um yeah. it's interesting because I, I did read somewhere that a lot of kind of your inner drive to succeed and um kind of what we call here is stepping into your greatness um stems from your relationship with your mother and, and kind of how she inspired you can you talk about that a little bit like oh
1: yeah for sure i mean so my mom wasn't like the greatest student you know she she had me when she was young mm-hmm. she had me at the age of conceived me when she was 20 you know having when she was 21 so didn't even really get to have a 21st birthday um, you know but for me she always instilled in me like yeah I need you to go to school I need you to be better than I am I need you to you know really establish yourself you know build up your credit you know those are those are things that I was just certain things that I was always taught mm-hmm. um, and I think kind of that closeness and me kind of being raised by that single parent and having such that close proximity to reality, mm-hmm plus still kind of having that foot in childhood um, kind of allowed me this acceleration for growing up, you know? So it was like, I always fully under had this, had this adult like mentality kind of, all through childhood and kind of being brought up and so i think that really like my closeness with her and just her belief the amount that you know the fact that she's literally the only person who's always in my corner i mean you could pull up to an event nine times out of ten and she's gonna be the one in the booth you know like (laughs) um, on a lot of the notes that you guys you know if you guys have ordered from me in the past like you know a lot of the notes that get written some of those are written directly by her um and some by me so you know she's very much involved in Always being kind of that push uh, to to just keep me going, yeah. you know. No, that's, so. that's
0: amazing and it's powerful. When I read that, I was just like, y'all, like, that's that. What better, you know, what better drive and feel than that?
1: Yeah, I mean, for sure. Like, I, I definitely have a lot of friends who come come through all the time and they're like, you know, I, I really like love the, the relationship that you have with your mom, you mm-hmm. know, because it's like not only is she my mother, but she's also like my best friend, mm. you know. So it's like that real true balance of, you know, you've got that stability, that person who's always going to kind of stick it to you. But yeah. then you've also got that person who's like, yeah, I'm your I'm your support. I'm your yeah. ride or die. Like, I got yeah. you, whatever, you yeah. know. So it's a really good balance. It's important, man.
0: I, yeah. and I always say this. Like, I think the most important job anybody will ever have is being a parent, regardless. Yeah. Right? Like, One hundred, straight No matter straight what up for position sure. you think you hold, that's important. Like mm-hmm. Nothing's more important than a parent, for So For sure. She definitely did a great job. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So. She'll probably hear this and be
1: happy about that. So, yeah, can you that clip you? Right for real. <laughs> just just that piece. Just that. Yeah, piece. That's dope. That's dope.
2: So, uh, how was like the transition for you? Like going into clothing. Like how'd you get into like clothing? Like for real
1: man i really stumbled into it yeah. it was not planned this wasn't something where i was like yeah i'm about to start a brand tomorrow like this is really what i want to do um i actually have bought a or had bought a kind of black power type bomber jacket from this other entity he was located somewhere like down south or something mm-hmm. and, and he was a plug from one of my friends who, who were out here yeah um, and I got the hoodie and every single time, or got the, got the bomber jacket and every single time I would walk around kind of, I was always getting compliments. People were asking me like, where'd you get that hoodie? Where'd you, or where'd you get that bomber? Where'd you get that jacket? Where'd you get that jacket? Mm-hmm. So I tried to hit him up to kind of do a wholesale or, order. You oh, know, I was, yeah. I was, you know, I was off that hustle mentality. <laughs> like, okay, yeah. yeah, let me just, let me get these at, at, at a bulk price. Yeah. You know, I could flip them out here. Yeah. You're growing your brand. I'm making money. Everybody's winning, yeah, you know? Yeah, exactly. yeah. Um, but he, he literally never responded. And, you know, I was patient. I waited like six months, you know, to, to, to even go off on the track of trying to start something or doing anything. Um, and he kind of just never got back to me. And so after that, I was like, well, then I guess I'm just about to make my own bomber jacket. And so (laughs) it literally started with the, the KXP bomber jacket. Um, and then I also created what people are now knowing as, you know, kind of the Black Panther design. Um, yeah. And so I sat on both – I had both of those designs, kind of sat on the Black Panther design because I was actually originally trying to work directly with the Black Panther uh, Huey, Huey P. Newton Foundation, which owns that trademark. You know, they own the official Black Panther yeah. logo. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, they, you know, I, I got through to Frederica Newton and she was kind of like, yeah, you know, it's going to take board meetings. We only have board meetings like twice a year. It's just, you know, it's going to be really hard to get this on. Mm-hmm. And, you know, so I kind of just dropped that, ran with the, the KXP bomber jackets um, and those sold and they had good traction. Gotcha. And then all of a sudden, to be honest, it was like I felt like messages could just kind of pour, started pouring out of me. Mm-hmm. And legalized blackness was actually the second design that I created um at the end of i want to say 2018 is when i actually create started creating and trying to like create the prints for for that design in that shirt um and honestly it was just like after that stuff just kept coming and so i was like well if stuff just keeps coming i might as well just keep creating you know i felt like at that point it it had grown to more than just a bomber jacket it was a true brand identity and then that's kind of when undefined was developed as the whole brand and then kind of the slogan was developed and so that's just everything just kind of started rolling like i really truly just kind of stumbled into this i didn't i literally did not plan for this to happen at all
0: (laughs) i'm I'm curious though because i feel like you know it seems like you kind of knew the how
1: from the jump nah
0: right well not not like not like the how but more so like how to how to sell clothes right like how to how to, how to like flip shit, right? In a hustler's way. But okay, yeah. No, yeah. But I, that's <laughs> yeah, what I mean. Flipping stuff, you know? No, yeah, 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 you know? Yeah, yeah. yeah. flipper, <laughs> you know? Big flipper, yeah. <laughs> sometimes, you know, we, we know how to do shit, but then it's like, where's the why behind why we're going to continue yeah, doing it? Because yeah, Sometimes sure. You know, you might do a one-off. Like, I did that. Why would I continue doing that? So I'm curious, because I you know a lot of aspiring entrepreneurs, they come in and they have a great idea. It um, might have some early traction, but usually, you know, what I see is, people who have a really really strong why um are able to get past that when that when that traction may die down a little bit Mm -hmm. to continue right to keep going forward and keep progressing so for you like when did that why kind of click for you to where you knew like i'm committed to this um regardless of the highs and lows because you know highs and lows are inevitable
1: yeah nah honestly so actually about a seven or eight months into starting the brand, somebody broke into my car and stole like a third worth of my product that I had at that time. Mm. So it was literally like two, three thousand dollars worth of my merch that wow. that was stolen. Wow. Um, and I, it was never recovered. You know, so when that happened, I honestly I was defeated. Like I, this undefined was not going to be anymore yeah. as of that point. Like I really struggled for two months yeah. before I decided, you know, to just kind of make that push. Yeah. Um, and then literally right after that was kind of when we had the summer where legalized blackness blew up. Yeah. And so it was kind of like, okay, yeah, if I just keep pushing, if I keep pushing, yeah. I'll be good. You yeah. know, but it's like you don't see what's on the other side until you push through. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like it it was it was really crazy just how everything happened. Yeah. Like it was it was kind of just fate, you yeah. know, like yeah. I I really didn't. I really didn't think that undefined was gonna was 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 going to be any more when somebody stole it. And so like after after that, once I decided like okay, yeah, I'm gonna double down. I'm gonna invest two times as much. I'm getting two times as much inventory. Um, double downing on events where you know we're literally in every event from Federal Way to yeah. Seattle. You're likely gonna find us. You know, yeah. if there's an yeah. event in Tacoma that doesn't you know contrast with an event in Seattle, you're gonna see us there too. So mm-hmm. it was literally just from that moment that was like okay, yeah, this is something that I really believe in. It's more than just a brand. It's more than just selling clothes. It's really the messages. It's really the statement. It's really about who we actually can represent with what we're creating. You know, it's about the empowerment that you feel when you wear our brand. And so that really just convinced me after that. I was like, yeah, okay, I got to keep going. And right after literally the next summer summer 2020 was when it was like i saw the fruits of all that labor i saw the fruits of like the blood the sweat the tears the questions all of that you know
0: it's amazing how that works too (laughs) <laughs> right because I mean, if you go through it real. one time when you when you encounter something else you already
1: know what's on the other side of mm-hmm, right? you have mm-hmm. seen it before. So. but My, you have to have the courage to push through the first time though exactly. and it's like not a lot of people make yeah. it there yeah. you know you like go? a lot of yeah. people really get shut down and it's like i i just can't go anymore you know yeah. and I, I was literally at that point i was at the point where i was going to be one of those folks who just stopped yeah you know um and it's like once you push through that first time it's like okay yep i know what to expect yeah. every single time i know yeah. i'm going to be tested yeah. and at the at the point that i'm tested i just i got to buckle down and i got to power through and it's yeah. going to be good yeah. you know mm-hmm. so something else is going to be even more fruitful on the other side oh, once man. i get through it you know growth. so definitely <laughs> <laughs>
2: well we're glad you didn't stop though so. yeah me <laughs> too know. man for
1: sure for sure that's,
0: that's inspiring man for real because there's you know everybody goes through it you're gonna hit roadblocks but i think it's important to hear these stories of people who you know, people sometimes only see the end result, right? Mm-hmm. But what goes into that? What you know, what you have to go through to get to that end result is—it's ah, enjoyable <laughs> when you look back on it. Exactly. Not not at the time. In I don't know. I don't know if it's enjoyable at the time. Yeah, you know, the moment, it's confusing and all that. But you got to embrace it, like you said. You got to embrace those moments. Exactly. Yeah. So, exactly. what's
2: your what's your like a uh, business background? Like, did you take some of those strategies and like apply it, like when you first started undefined? Oh and, yeah,
1: for sure. You know, I mean. One of the things that I feel like I really preach and bleed outside of my brand is financial literacy for mm. our community. Yeah. You know, and I feel like having that finance background is where really where I ended up going hard because I felt like that's where we had the most need. Yeah. Um, and so, even right now, you know, I've even created ebooks around, you know, how do you get started in developing your own business? How do you, once you have a business, how do you file all your taxes? You know, especially in the state of Washington, like literal snapshots of the form. How do you do your deductions? How do you do all that? How does that tie into your personal taxes if you're a sole proprietor, if you're an LLC? You know, like all those different things came from that basis of that financial background. And so I feel like I kind of brought a lot of that into just how I manage my company, how I track all my finances and then how I talk to other entrepreneurs and other small business owners in our community about how to do the same thing as well. Mm,
0: that's powerful.
2: Yeah. That's dope. I did see that too. on your <laughs> website. I was just like, Oh yeah, we might have to tap in with it. <laughs> sure, for
1: sure. Oh yeah. For sure, you know? for sure.
0: Yeah. And I think, um, yeah. Cause I'm curious too, because, um, you know, it's nothing's ever perfect. And I think, balance is the key right mm-hmm. so for you being a full-time entrepreneur but also having you know your accounting duties that you do and then who knows what else you're into I mean <laughs> <laughs> I, know been, you know, I know like people be trying to do a lot and it's fine but you know for people who are doing a lot and have a lot of energy in which they want to distribute to different things do you have advice for how they can manage their energy distribution into all these different passions time
1: blocking because I mean I'm also in grad school. You know, I mean, I'm, a, I'm on a break right now for this for this like two weeks, but I go back, you know, just after the 4th of July. Yeah. So I'm in grad school to actually get a master's in professional accounting to really be able to like oh, if wow. I want to, I can actually go forth and try to achieve the CPA certification. Yeah. But even just having the master's kind of elevates me so that I can really say, OK, you know, look, I have a master's in this. If you really want the help, we can start from here. Yeah. But once I get that CPA certification, oh, you know, the yeah. price goes up. So you might as well just you might as well get the same knowledge yeah, exactly. for a cheaper price now. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean, honestly, I think it comes down to time blocking. Like, you know, for me, it's like, okay, yeah, once I get out of once I get off, uh, I'm clocking off at this time every day. I don't care what duties are on the uh, on the on the calendar, who is what emails are in my box. I'm clocking off at this time. Um, And then right after that, I'm going straight into, you know, homework. I'm doing homework for a minimum of two to three hours. And I make sure I take like a 30-minute break to eat if I haven't eaten in between. Mm -hmm. And then after that, I make sure I dedicate time to my business. So it's really, for me, it's literal time blocking, blocking. you know, like sketching out what my day looks like. And then it really just comes down to organization. Like if you can't be organized in your personal life, it's going to be real hard to have an organized business. Mm -hmm. You know? That's true.
2: Yeah, that's That's crazy. I was thinking, I was like, yeah, I don't need (laughs) it. You got bucket down? (laughs) (laughs) It's a constant
0: (laughs) uh, refinement process, too, because you're always going to be coming into new uh, tasks. Oh, yeah, for sure. Mm -hmm. And I mean, I think it
1: comes down to prioritization, too. Like, you're not going to have the same priorities every single week. Exactly. You know? So this week it might be, all right, I got to prioritize grad school. And then next week it's, you know, I got event after event after event. So I'm prioritizing undefined, mm-hmm. you know, I might be just sent out an email and I'm turning around trying to print out orders to, you yeah. know, get everybody's stuff in the mail. So, yeah. you know, the customer service is on, on point. So, yeah. Yeah. um, yeah. It's a learning That's process dumb. for
0: sure. I love it. And, um, and I think, I think uh, you kind of touched on it. You said, uh, there was a moment after kind of going through those early struggles where, um, you know the legalized blackness design, really like caught fire and, and started taking off. Um, I noticed like um, I, I even seen your guys' on Instagram. Uh, I noticed like people like Ava Duvernay and Charlamagne the God. Mm-hmm. I've I seen them rocking the oh, legalized yeah. blackness. And so for you, what was that like when you when you saw kind of the impact in which your brand had way beyond maybe what you imagined at the time?
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm not gonna lie, I was kind of shell shocked. Like <laughs> the first celeb that that actually you know had my stuff on we kind of got video of it we seen that he was wearing it on tour was was jid you know oh, um wow. jid
2: yeah
1: mm-hmm. um and and once I saw that I was I was literally spazzed like I took a break at work I'm calling my best friend like oh my god like jins in my stuff did you see it did you see have you seen the videos I'm like tagging I'm yeah so you know and then yeah. I think every single time after that it was kind of like all right now this is kind of becoming normalized so how do I make this a trend you know because it's like yeah we're really known for legalized blackness but also undefined is a lot more than just the legalized blackness yeah. brand yeah. or just the legalized blackness collection yeah so for me, it was like, okay, yeah. Now that all these people are, are, are being seen and legalized blackness, and all this attention is being brought to this collection, how do I now gravitate some of some of these eyes towards a lot of the other stuff that I have going on as mm-hmm. well? Gotcha. you. know, gotcha. um, yeah. So, but it was definitely. It, it, I feel like every time it's still kind of like, dang, like I got this much reach. Yeah, the strategic, you know, the like,
0: strategic element. I like that though, because you know, it's like we live in a day and age is crazy. People don't. I don't know if people really understand. Like, you never know who's watching. <laughs> like real shit you yeah. never uh, know who's seeing what you're doing for real no matter what the front-facing metrics say if you got like 10 views or whatever like that out of that 10 it could be obama who knows that, for that? real you never know right you never know so it's always good to always be thinking strategically regardless of you know when those moments come or when they don't come right? exactly
1: exactly i mean it really just comes down to stay consistent mm-hmm. you know i mean if i stopped after jid was in my shirt and thought that that was enough yeah. would undefined be where it's at today if i stopped after ava duvernay would it be yeah. where it's at today if i stopped Do after it. charlamagne if yeah. i stopped after matt Bar- you know like yeah. if i stopped after one celebrity was seen in my clothes and yeah. thought that i made it just because one celebrity was seen in my clothes yeah. nah i feel like honestly i feel like i'll make it when i touch enough people that's real when i when i see my message everywhere then i'll feel like i'll made it that's you right. know like mm-hmm. That's when I feel like I can start changing the lives of people in my community, like offering internships, offering scholarships, you know, yeah. different things like that. Then I'll feel like, OK, yeah, yeah I've, I've achieved my purpose in life and now yeah. I can feel like I, I can say I made it, yeah. you know. Yeah. Um, but I feel like until that moment, yeah, just having a celebrity in my clothes doesn't really you know, that's that's not really a pat on the back for me. Like I, I got to do more, yeah. you know, It really comes down to for me. um, what what you can actually do you know what you can actually do in the community what can i do with that reach just to have a celebrity in the clothes doesn't really what is that going to do yeah you know it helps it
0: helps i think it helps but like you said it helps get those messages in which you strongly are behind and trying to get out there right definitely Um, definitely that's it's a platform right so you're able to kind of intersect their platform and and i think the impact through clothes that people don't realize that they think it's like a dope design but it's really like a vehicle, <laughs> if you think about it. Mm-hmm. Really, it's like a vehicle for an expression that needs to be needs to get out. So,
2: yeah.
1: I love it. And you could be you could literally be a walking billboard. <laughs> yeah. You know, I mean, yeah. I am like literally every single day. Yeah, I'm in my clothes. No, I feel you. You know, and there's people who are always like, yeah, what. Every single time I see you, in your clothes. Why? Well, I have a brand. Why would, I, why would I not wear my own clothes? You know. Like, exactly. I feel like if you're not wearing your own clothes, and do you really believe that strongly about what you're producing? Because exactly. I know I do. I believe in the quality. I believe in the message. I believe in every single thing about undefined.
2: Mm-hmm. That's yep. So. That's and everything. You're not lying. I love it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So exactly. <laughs> yeah. You know. It's crazy, it's crazy you say that. It's crazy you say that because um, I
0: read a, I read an interview that you did an article and. Um, you had a quote where you said uh, you have to be cut out for this kind of clothing is as uh, a reminder of your strength and power. Right. Yeah. Um, can you touch on that a little bit, a little bit more in terms of like what you meant by that?
1: Oh, yeah. I mean, literally just a second ago, um, I went to go eat tacos in Cap Hill and I walked through a crowd of white people. There's not a brown colored black person in sight. And I literally saw about five, six people that looked directly at this hoodie, turned their face up, looked away look back, like, okay, did I just see what I just saw? Mm -hmm. And then kind of turn back again, like, oh, hell (laughs) no, You know? (laughs) And so it's like, yeah, you got to be cut out for this. Like, you know, you got to be able to feel uncomfortable. You Mm -hmm. know, you got to be able to walk into a room and feel like, yeah, all eyes are on me and I'm not really sure how I feel about this and feel comfortable in that moment. Mm -hmm. Yep you know and so when i said like you you really got to be cut out for this that's what i mean like Mm -hmm. this is not made for the week you Mm -hmm. know like if somebody what like i've had multiple people walk up to me and feel some type of way about my clothes feel some type of way about my message whether they're black white brown don't matter what the color is you know um and and the most thing that they that they feel some type of way about is how outward it is mm. you know like legalized blackness is really like our largest piece you know it's when you walk when you're walking down the street people can see it from across the street up there way over the like yeah. it's it's visible yeah. you know it's really loud um and so i feel like you really just you have to be ready to to make a statement and if you're not ready for that yeah. then this brand might not be for you
0: that's real though because people going to ask. You know? <laughs> yeah. yeah. It, it don't always got to be no smoke, but, you know, sometimes it's like they want to exactly. enjoy it. Exactly. They want to learn, right? So exactly. If I'm going to rock something. I got to know what it's about. Mm-hmm. Or at least who made it where it For came sure. From what's the inspiration behind it. For sure. yeah. That nature. So that's real. I like that.
2: So, mm-hmm. like, being in the clothing space, I mean, we kind of got merch, too. But mm-hmm. uh, just for, like, anybody that has a brand and all that, uh, you know, there's, like, when they take their garments to get printed or whatever there's that downtime and it's like it varies so it's like i guess a piece of advice what would be a piece of advice to do during that downtime you know because I, I some people they just be like oh yeah i'm just waiting for my clothes and then they're just not doing nothing you know so, market yeah. you gotta
1: be put you gotta push i mean one of the things that i, I used to be that way you yeah. know like oh my god i don't have my product so i can't take pictures i can't I can't do this, I can't do that. Okay, well you can share content around the push that's getting ready to come out. Yeah. You can share digital mock ups of the items that you have. Like you can get hype around what it is that you're getting ready to release. Yeah. You know, so I feel like I honestly I feel like there is no downtime as a business owner. I can't remember the yeah, last yeah, I time you. I really had downtime. Yeah. You know, and if it's if it's like if if that's what you're waiting on, okay, well then apply yourself elsewhere. You know, mm-hmm. are there other designs that you could be creating? is there any way that you can have better control over the process so that maybe you can have some oversight. Maybe you can even go see how whoever's embroidering or printing or whatever the design technique is that it's being done. Can you go watch that? Can you go talk to them about what that process is? I mean, realistically like having a brand is not just about the clothes that you create. It sometimes comes down to who, you know, and like you guys said before, like kind of who you can get in front of, Mm -hmm. you know? And so like, network is your best work like you you got to really right. like get get next to people you yeah. know like show people love like okay yeah how are you show interest in what people are doing mm-hmm. you know like I, I i've been establishing um a relationship with the printer that i mainly utilize for the last three years and now i'm able to start working on building another relationship with another you know black owned poc owned printer out here yeah. um and so i think it, it really just comes down to to building relationships and utilizing those so even while you're even while you have downtime with those clothes if you're chilling hey yo can i pull up can i can i see what the process is like for 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 the screen print can i see what the process is like for embroidery can i can i come see how you guys are working can i whatever Mm -hmm. you know i mean i feel like you you really got to know as much as you possibly can about what it is that you're doing even if you don't control that portion of the process Mm -hmm. so like i know a lot about screen printing about the process about inks that they use about the dry time about you know all that different type of stuff yeah. um but i wouldn't know that if i didn't do the research exactly. you know if i just used downtime as downtime and yeah. really didn't you know put it to put mm-hmm. it to work
2: mm-hmm. yeah
0: no, that's real yeah and i think i think it's, it's natural if you actually truly care about something and you're passionate about it you're gonna be you're gonna nerd out over it like <laughs> <laughs> exactly. so there's, exactly. there's, there's yeah. always something to do even when you feel like there's nothing to do. exactly mm-hmm. that's real exactly that's real um and, yeah, and I guess, because, I, you know, I feel like it's becoming more and more um, easier to kind of start a brand, right, and, and, and sell merch nowadays.
1: And well, I was say there's a difference between starting a brand yeah. and selling merch, yeah. you know, like, because yeah, yeah. there's people who sell T-shirts, and there's people who sell clothes, and there's people who are really trying to start brands, yeah, yeah. you know, like, For really sure. start pushes behind what they believe in behind a mission, vision, value statement, yeah. you know, and so I feel like those, you know. yeah. The selling merch is a part of a, a part of building a brand, but that's that's not all. The building a brand comes down to, you know, yeah. it comes down to really building a community around what it is that you believe in and what it is that you're passionate about.
0: That's true. That's true. Um, yeah, and I think what well, you said passionate about, and I think that's what I, that's kind of what I was trying to figure out is like balancing a passion while having those fundamental business responsibilities can be difficult for some people, right? Um, especially if you you know you really love the creative side of it right mm-hmm. so there's, there's kind of like two models there there's a business oh yeah model and a creative model right oh, yeah for sure Do you have tips for people on how to balance that because i think that applies to a lot of not just you know apparel and design but it could be anything right?
1: oh yeah honestly it could be any business um and i think if you can't balance it at the least find a bookkeeper and get a business account like, that that's really is as, as simple as you can make. You get a business account, run literally every single expense and every single piece of revenue or income through that one account on that one card. And if you can't manage that, then get a bookkeeper. Bookkeepers are cheap. You do not need an accountant. You only need a bookkeeper, <laughs> you know, because um, <laughs> yeah. I think a lot of people fall into the trap of, oh, my God, I need an accountant and really not. You just need somebody who can make sure that you know what your income is, what your expenses right. are, and you can actually lay that out yeah. and take that into somebody who can yep. file your taxes every yep. year. As long as you have that breakdown, you don't really need an accountant, gotcha. you know,
0: Yeah. You got to be active, though. You got to get out there. 100%. Out there. Go find those
1: people. Yeah.
2: Yeah, that's <laughs> one, crazy. One I, w- right? I, I, I was just listening to another podcast, uh, the Millionaire Mindset, and they're breaking down all that. Like, even if you can't find an accountant, like, use QuickBooks or something. In the yes. Just get, I'm, like, just, just I'm get telling it you, it in, it's, you know,
1: so. it's so much more simple than people think. I mm-hmm. promise you. Like, you can literally create whatever categories work for you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, paint supplies uh easels like i don't all office supplies like no matter which way you slice it just create your different categories those are your expense buckets and then literally all you're doing is just categorizing your expenses as long as you're running it through one Mm -hmm. account one business account is just categorizing every single month like telling that where to go and that builds your statement for you exactly you know and so it's like if you can just do that it it, you can take what 30 minutes 30 minutes out of every single month and that's enough time to categorize every single expense for most small business owners
2: so like it yeah, exactly. And they're kind of breaking it down, like how can you be successful if you don't know the money coming in and going out? That, you know? so, I tell people that all the time.
1: Yeah. They're like, "Yeah, well, I, th- I think I'm making enough." Like, but you don't know. You don't know. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You don't know where you're spending all that money that you're making. Mm-hmm. You don't know if you're actually like what your profit margin is. You don't exactly. know what your cost margin. Like, you really you have no realistic numbers for your business. Yeah. All you can say is I'm making money. Yeah, you know right. you don't know if you're making two dollars if you're making two thousand yeah, yeah, dollars <laughs> you yeah, know yeah. so That's
0: real. and i think i think what you're what you were getting at earlier as far as um helping people get up to speed with financial literacy right and being that resource for them is important right so i think but it, it's a two-way street too you gotta you gotta want to <laughs> go get the knowledge too but yeah. it's out here man it's really out here i mean it's everywhere yeah. like
1: you really you really just gotta especially nowadays. really now i mean you can google for free like I said, Everybody I got the, got. I got the eBooks for like yeah. less than $30, you know, yeah. like it's, it's
0: in her bio. Go yeah. go. <laughs> yeah. Um, and, and, and so I also want to touch on this cause I'm, I'm, you know, I'm a big fan of the brand and, and like you said, branding is a totally different thing as opposed to just, um, even marketing or just trying to sell some shit. Right? Mm-hmm. Um, and for undefined, because it's such a very, um, Impactful brand and and it's really connected to people, right? And I think that's that's how I always look at it. Like at the end of the day, if you're connecting to people, you're doing the right thing, Mm -hmm. right? right? So for you, was there a moment that you can recall, kind of like that first moment when the the mission of undefined kind of revealed itself back to you through maybe a customer purchase or something, some sort of feedback? Because I feel like everybody has that moment where it's like, oh this is why I'm doing this. Like, yeah. You know what I mean?
1: Honestly, like I said from the beginning, like this brand started as a reflection of me. Like I feel like everything that I've felt my entire life kind of just came out creatively through the brand and is still coming out. Mm-hmm. So it's like, honestly, this has been a buildup of kind of just how I felt in terms of just always being boxed in always. I mean, like when I work for case in point, you know, I, like I told you guys before, I went to the university of Washington. Mm-hmm. Um, and when I was, <laughs> I didn't go dogged. We know, we know. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> oh, it's
2: all good. It's all good, man. Yeah, all good. All good,
1: man. <laughs> I don't know if it's love over yeah, here, but you know. <laughs> yeah, my, my sibling with you, though, so it's all good. Oh, okay. So you're dogged out then, gotta, huh? I gotta, I gotta you love. like the loner then, huh? Gotta, uh, uh, that you were saying? <laughs> yeah, man. Look, you done got me off track. I don't even remember what I was saying. I, was, I was like, we're going
2: to jump off D when you leave. No,
1: no, right. talking about the brand. The brand revealing itself. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, nah. um, But (laughs) when I was kind of, you know, when I was working my way through college, uh, a lot of people would kind of, you know, they would say, oh, you know, you're going to school. What school do you go to? You're going to Highline? And I was like, I mean, no shade to anybody who goes to Highline at all. Anybody who starts at a community college, but like, why is that automatically the assumption You know, and I mean, it wasn't just one. It wasn't just two. Like, I mean, every single person that came through, it was like, yeah, you go. Never did. Never did I get an SPU, uh, uh, a SU, uh, you know, St. Martin's, UW. I mean, there's so many different colleges in the area. Why is it just Highline that I would be going to, you know? Why is it? So it's like, you know, there was that. There was, oh, you have locks, so you you must smoke weed. You've got to be a crazy pothead if you have locks. You know, there was, you know, there's just all these different, the, the way that you're supposed to present yourself because you're gay and, you know, I think you look like a stud, so shouldn't you really present yourself really super masculine? like? You know, so it's just all these different boxes that I was like, yeah, but I'm none of these things, yeah. you know, yeah. and I, I literally never have been. So for me, it was literally like, yeah, no, nah, this is this is not any aspect of my identity. And I never felt like you could just place me into any one box. I never felt like I you could just be like, yep, this is you're exactly what I think you are. And you're definitely going to fit the bill because I feel like I'm always more than that. Yeah you know and so the the undefined really became a reflection of that and then you know growing up I always had you know I came out as gay at a a really young age you know when it was not cool to be gay you know um and a lot of I got a lot of, of of kind of hate for that you know but then growing up as I got older there was a lot of people who reached out to me who later came out as gay like you know the way that you kinda of lived in your truth really allowed me to kind of eventually do the same. And I think a lot of the just getting a lot of those different messages, getting the the messages about, oh, this is undefined really like makes me feel empowered. It makes me feel pride when I wear your clothes. All of those different things kind of just added to really solidified what I was doing with Undefined and kind of the mission behind Undefined, the slogan behind Undefined. That's real. You know? That's real.
0: That's powerful.
2: For real. <laughs> those, those
0: moments are what it's
1: about, really. Right? Yeah, I mean, I, it. I feel like it takes it take, like people say, it takes a village, you know. And it takes Facts. it takes a village for a lot more than one thing. And and, and part of that is is keeping people going, you know, to, to support. You can support in more ways than one, and it does not have to be monetary. Facts. You know. Yeah, so. On fact. everything. Yeah. <laughs> for real, it is, man. And I and I feel like a lot of people forget that, you yeah. know. Just for you to be like, hey, yo. Check out Undefined. This is a dope, is my, is a dope brand. You know, I, I really just that goes further. You know, sharing yeah. somebody's post, yeah. you know, tagging somebody on somebody's post. Mm-hmm. Small things like that elevate people's brand because it shows other people yeah. that the community is already invested in yeah, you. Man,
0: it does not take anything to support people. Man. At all. Right. It comes in different forms. It's a great area, low key, because it's like you can support people just by being present exactly just by, just by acknowledge that you know and you recognize what they're doing exactly mm-hmm. and then fall back You're like, "Shit, yeah. at least they acknowledged it that might give someone that extra push that they were waiting for mm-hmm. you never know exactly
1: so,
2: that's big yeah. that's big. i love it i love it uh i feel like i know your answer to this question but how <laughs> how important are uh just going back to clothing but how important is like garment selection I know that's like everything.
1: Yeah. Now for me, I'm real picky. I mean, I mean, I'm even picky about just the clothes I wear as an individual. Yeah. So that already kind of bleeds through to my brand. So I'm not putting anything out that I wouldn't wear. Mm -hmm. And that's, that's that's just me. You know, like I feel like if you're starting a brand, the word of advice is don't ever use gilding. I don't, you know, I understand it's cheap. But it's a terrible quality shirt, you mm-hmm. know. Like it's just that's not what, if you if you want to build a brand, it's not what you do. If you want to if you want to just sell some merch, if you want to you know push off a couple t shirts, maybe run a couple presses. Yeah, use a Gildan, You know yeah. it's cheap. Yeah. But if you really really build a brand. Um, don't do that you know and I feel like for for us one of our staples is quality mm-hmm. a lot of if you go look at our reviews if you look at a lot of the comments a lot of the the feedback that we get is I, I legitly I legitimately didn't know that the quality was gonna be this good of your yeah. product you know yeah, and yeah. and not only do you have a dope message but now you have a dope quality so now that makes me want to buy from your brand mm-hmm. even more plus your customer service on top of that yeah so exactly you know mm-hmm. so <laughs> I feel like you know garment selection is is beyond important you know yeah. because like i said that reflects on the the, the quality of your brand mm. um and people see that mm-hmm. you know pe- people feel it you yeah. know when when they when they wear it you know and i think that's yeah. one of the reasons why you see a lot of people who will wear legalized blackness every other weekend mm-hmm. whether it's the t-shirt yeah. or the hoodie or we shit it's going to be a cartoon. Till it character. dies, you know? Yeah. Till it dies. Yeah. like So, yeah. So, it's like, right. you garment selection is, is absolutely important, you yeah. know? And, and design technique is, is just as top tier as, as garment selection, mm-hmm. you know? Because if you have a dope garment, but your design washes off, you know, after, after the first time I put it in yeah. the washer, well... I, I can't wear it no more. Yeah, yeah. You know, it, you. it decreases the quality. I feel so, you. I mean, it, it, both b- both factors quality are important. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, because I feel like when uh, people jump into selling clothes, they're more looking at margins. Like, all right, let me get this cheap shirt, like you said, like gilded. It's like, oh, let me get this just so I can sell this for that and then make that, you know. But oh, yeah. it's like it goes deeper than that because it's, it's like it shows the consumer like you care, you yeah. know. so.
1: Exactly yeah. I mean I even have people Who will hit me like Hey yo The seam is off Or You know I got this weird streak And oh yep Send it back We're, we'll, we'll exchange that yeah. Right away yeah, You know yeah. Because I don't even want you To have a defective product You know That that missed my quality check And exactly. that's my bad yeah. So you know I'll do whatever I have to do To make sure that you get The quality product That you actually deserve As a customer mm-hmm. You know And I feel like for me Just customer service Is so 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 key mm-hmm. You know And I think a lot of Other businesses lack that Like you said They're focused on the margin. They're focused on volume. They're focused on how much they can sell. But it's like, you know, don't nobody want to wait on a pre order for three months? (laughs)
2: Yeah, for real.
1: Yeah. You know, I mean, some will, Mm -hmm. but. I don't, especially mm-hmm. not after I paid my money. You got your money right away. Can I get my product at least in a reasonable amount of time or within, you know, can I get some updates? Can yeah, I get, you know, yeah, some something? You know, yeah. but yeah, yeah. That's good.
0: That's good though. That's good information, man.
2: For real. I'm just dropping gems
1: out here. <laughs> Try not to give y'all too yeah, much for free, no. you know? <laughs> oh, yeah. Don't worry. That's my last <laughs> one. That's my last okay, one. You got me in the link. <laughs> Buy man. Um, now, nah, well,
0: speaking to kind of um, – you know, the, the different services and resources and stuff you provide. Um, for what's ahead, you kind of have some things that, I mean, obviously you brought some merch here. Obviously this is a very dope, <laughs> uh, yeah. dope, dope design and jersey here. But, like, what, what, what are some things people could be looking forward to for Undefined coming up?
1: Everything. I mean, we're really, like, we basically just kind of cracked the cement, essentially, you know. Like, we kind of just laid the foundation. People are starting to know who we are. You know, I was really adamant about – not pushing the brand off of my name Mm -hmm. off of who i am or who i know i was more so adamant about yeah if you like these clothes buy these clothes Mm -hmm. you know so me i'm the person who tries to remain behind the veil i don't like to be known i don't like to be seen um so insofar as that like we're just we've just now kind of locked in some solid manufacturers within the last year Mm -hmm. and so now we have a lot more flexibility with what we're able to produce Um, so you know we've got something special for Seattle coming out, which is our town collection. You know, oh, so yeah. like, like you said, okay. you see a little piece so over there says, in the so corner. This
0: is one of the, one of the collection pieces. Yep,
1: one of the collection oh, pieces from the stuff. yep yep yep. There's yeah there's there's. I even seen him yet, but. Yeah there's <laughs> yeah there <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. there's crazy stuff. I'll be you know? on the
2: lookout. Yeah, I we mean, got we okay. got
1: hooded jerseys that you know a couple of people have been hating on. You okay. know, we won't say no <laughs> names, but you know, um, we got yeah, we got we got shorts, we got tank tops, we got crop tops. Finally, for <laughs> a lot of the ladies who have been asking, you know, um, and non-binary folks who you know of course love the like the crop tops. Yeah, yeah. Um, we've got. Crazy amount of sweatsuits. I love sweatsuits oh, yeah, so too. sweatsuits, sweat short sets, you know those are coming out I need it. um <laughs> you know, we got sherpa hoodies coming out we got swim trunks coming out like we got we we've been cooking yeah, so much yeah, it's like yeah. yeah we're we're like you literally might, getting on the ball so <laughs> 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 yeah yeah, nah for sure we're we're we gonna do we're gonna do slow, you know we're yeah. gonna do it slow right. um but no, yeah
0: I, I love it because it just kind of shows how much you guys have expanded um creatively right
1: and, exactly. Um,
0: Man, keep on helping out. Oh man, for real. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah, this is dope. And and so uh, usually, or every every episode, I should say, um, before we get our guests out of here, we always
2: ask uh, this question. My bad, my bad. I gotta cut you off. Go ahead. Uh, My bad, because you got a lot of stuff going on, like your website, your social media, everything. So I was gonna say, can you just? name that for the folks watching we'll get yeah, to yeah, that yeah. but my bad <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah yeah of course and so far as the brand you can find us on instagram underscore undefined clothing mm-hmm. uh, you can also find us on facebook undefined clothing dot 18 um, and you can also find us on twitter with legalized blackness um, so, you know, we're kind of on all platforms. We got a little different variation so that you can find us in different yeah. ways. Um, and then, of course, you can always find us at our website, www.liveundefined.us. Okay. Yeah. Cool. I
0: love, I love it. tap in, y'all. <laughs> tap in, man. Uh, but, yeah, so like I was saying, so we usually ask this question um, or normally ask this question for, for guests kind of to sum up what's ahead um, kind of, you know, um, uh, compile what we what we just discussed. So if you can... What's one word to describe what keeps you on the up and up and why, if you could?
1: Productivity. (laughs) Yeah, I think, I think, I think productivity um, for sure. I think for me, it's always like, how do I maximize productivity every single day? Um, Whether that's towards undefined, towards the accounting, uh, towards the degree, um, whatever it is, it's just kind of literally continuing growth always always like how can i be better this day than i was the day before yeah. um and that's really just the focus you know being productive every single day how can i continue to just lay stones lay stones lay stones you know lay a brick a day yeah. <laughs> you be saying that too, <laughs> 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 that's my too. see look there you go there you go <laughs> yeah good,
0: so i love it productivity and and that that applies to life in general right? Yeah. you got to stay productive on everything yeah. exactly exactly like
1: that every yeah, every okay. facet so i think
0: that's the first time we got productivity for the up and up one word
1: yeah yeah <laughs> yeah i, yeah, yeah, I think step. so actually yeah. yeah salute people be uh enlightened
2: go. on here huh yeah <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: Yeah, man so uh but daisha uh, again man thank you for coming through uh we wish you much success with the, with everything you're doing mm-hmm. uh with the brand um everything moving forward uh,
2: Man, it's, it's been amazing. Yeah, been we appreciate it all. You know?
1: Man, thank you guys for having me. It's been like like you said, it came full circle. You know, yeah, yeah. I remember when we was Cheers. in the room hearing you guys pitch yeah, about this. You know, yeah, so it's yeah. it, it's crazy to That's see dope. you know how 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 influential you guys have become and mm-hmm. you know how much of a staple you guys have become for you know the city and for our culture. So yeah, I appreciate, yeah, I appreciate you guys. Appreciate thank it. you. you. That. That, that was
0: a full circle moment. Though. Yeah. yeah. Was crazy. yeah. yeah. That was like 2017. Good times. <laughs> <laughs> Good times. <laughs> <laughs> Good times. <laughs> anyway, uh, Daisha, thank you for coming through. And with that said, I think it's safe to say Daisha Bellhumer and the whole Undefined team are officially members of the Up and Up. Can we get it yeah. up? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah! Yes, sir! Yo, what up? It's Rubino. And this is DJ Earn.
2: We hope you enjoyed that episode and that now you have a better understanding of what it means to live life on the Up and Up. To continue supporting the podcast and the entire Up & Up movement, be sure to rate, review, like, and subscribe.
0: As well as follow us at underscore the Up & Up on all social media platforms to stay connected with everything the Up & Up has coming your way.
2: Thanks for listening, and until the next one,
0: keep it on the Up & Up.